Shady Pines Radio. on next Chris with the comedy charlie with the facts we spitting game feeling like some max everything and nothing everything and nothing everything and then o-t-h-i-n-g hey everything and nothing everything and nothing everything and then o-t-h-i-n-g welcome back to another fine episode of everything and nothing i'm your host chris this is my co-host charlie i am indeed charlie and today's special guest is Gilly. Hey! <laughs> uh, Gilly's going to join us today. We're going to be discussing all kinds of fun, uh, such as how you get to look like a karate kid without ever learning to be a karate kid, uh, what comedy is like, and uh, what New Hampshire shouldn't be. If you want any of that to make sense, keep listening after this. Everything and nothing. So I made a sticker today and it matters quite a lot to me because it's for my band. Hi, you may know me. My name's Zandig, singer for the Fist Mitts. And when I need high quality stickers for cheap and quick, I go to StickerNinja.com. From classic bumper stickers to sticker business cards, they got what you need to promote your band or business. These full color, waterproof, UV resistant stickers are tough enough to last through the band's breakup to the reunion tour with free domestic shipping and right now you can use the code SPR10 and get 10% off your order. Go to StickerNinja.com and support your locals today. Thursdays at 11 p.m. to midnight. Bridge City Passages with DJ SAG. This is a love letter to the city. Thursday nights at 11 p.m. One full hour of local music, artists and bands from Portland and the Pacific Northwest playing curated sounds from local musicians and underappreciated Portland talent. The greatest town in the country. Trip City. Thursdays at 11 p.m. to midnight. With DJ SAG, Bridge City Passages, on Shady Pines. Bridge City Passages. Welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. If you don't know, uh, if you're not on Zoom, it will continue to tell us now that a recording is, in fact, in progress. And we appreciate you, nameless woman who voices Zoom things. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Z- Zoom computer voice three. Like, I'm just saying, yeah. like, if a cop was ever trying to, like, you know, use Zoom to record our conversations, we would always know. And I appreciate that Zoom lets me know shit like that. Like, no matter <laughs> yeah. who clicks it, hey, but just so you know, this shit's being recorded. Just so you know. I want you to know. And I appreciate it. Chris, that, that voice is what you sound like when you're working uh, on the phone banks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is what my voice sounds like when I'm leaving call banks. This is the voice I use when I'm leaving things in your voicemail that you're going to have to listen to later so that I can leave you something that you might not call me back for and yell at me about. 
Well, that sounds so much better than like, this is me leaving a voicemail. Uh, <laughs> we're calling about the surgery. Are we doing that? Uh, call me back. <laughs> and then I have to call back and be like, oh, I forgot to leave my number. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I uh, leaving voicemails from me, I suck at. Leaving voicemails yeah. from a company, train. So it's different. Yeah, when you have like a write-up thing. Like, do you have like a like a spreadsheet that show, tells you what to say, or like kind of like I script, I guess. I create scripts for other people, um, but nobody gave me scripts. <laughs> The, that's so good though. Like I need to start having a script, like planning out my voicemail, writing it down. <laughs> the thing is though, you're not planning for that. You just expect someone to pick up. You just be like, "Hey, this is what's up." But when they don't pick up, you're like, "Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, it sounds stupid right now. That's not what I was gonna say though." <laughs> Gilly, I don't know what century you are living in. I have never expected somebody to pick up the phone when I call them. Uh, maybe I expect them to respond to a text, but I definitely expect a response from Facebook Messenger. Like, that's that's how I feel that works. You're probably right, but I'm still living in the landline days, you know? Uh, the 90s. So good, so good. <laughs> that, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, I got, I have Facebook Messenger, I've got Discord. You know, people text me, people call me, uh, people send me Instagram messages, people send me snapchat dms like i've i have so many forms people can get a hold of me so many ways nobody wants to talk to me but so people could <laughs> <laughs> please please i'm so lonely this is turning into the support group <laughs> isn't isn't that isn't it like this is a real podcast moment right here it's like isn't that just so like this century where like we're so connected, but we're so alone. <laughs> it, it's like hiding in public, you know? It's like ironic. So many ways to get a hold of me. Or you, and you're just like waiting. You're waiting by the phone. <laughs> Let me know. Somebody say hi, mom, anybody. <laughs> and like lately I've, been, lately, I've been having to like check my emails because I've got like, uh, you know, people like businesses trying to get a hold of me to hire me and it's like playing email tag with like three different restaurants <laughs> I'm like, Come yeah. on. it's a lot uh and then sometimes when you get them all at once it's like it's overwhelming you don't respond to any of them it's like you go from nothing to like three fuck <laughs> exactly fuck this <laughs> oh i'm so exhausted from socializing all day that's what chris sounds like <laughs> that is always how I feel, though. There's a downside to being on the phone for most of your work day. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like any job, I feel like you do it all day, eight hours, you know, you're going to get sick of anything, really. People say they like, love their job and you're like, you never work a day in your life. I'm like, that's wrong. That's not <laughs> true. There's still times when it sucks because it's your job and. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whether it be like a good day and then like, I don't know if you're at a restaurant or you get like a shitty caller, you know, like anything could just ruin it. <laughs> Anyways, that's so uh, uplifting. <laughs> I mean, look, this is on par for, for our podcast here. 
Um, <laughs> we, we, in fact, really only have one segment on this podcast, the mental health check-in, and it <laughs> usually goes about like this. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're on schedule. We're doing great, then. Things seem to be going smooth. Yeah. Other we than just, the beginning. Yeah. Trying to get the audio. <laughs> hey, four minutes late is is pretty good for us, actually. That's uh, that's not bad. <laughs> pretty I average, thought I had yeah. it all figured out, you know? It's my fault. It's my fault, everybody. They were there ready, and it's me, the guest. Like, they, I blew it. They were there waiting for me. That's okay. Nobody who listens to this is going to know it was late anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Except that we've talked about it now. <laughs> I mean, but that was last week. This episode is on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Gilly? What's going on with you lately? Uh, I've been all right, you know. Um, little, little like depressed once in a while. Like, had like a went to a funeral last weekend, and little breakup action, and then like just jobs, backs of jobs being assholes, and we got a new manager, and I'm about to quit. But other than that, I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, uh, what do you do? When you're when you're not being a comedian, I'm a I'm a screen printer, uh, so I like print T-shirts and shit, and it's not bad. But like we just work for this huge ass company, and they're just like cracking that whip. So like right now we're doing like ten hour days, so fifty hour weeks. I'm like shit, dude. I'm so tired. Try to get out and do open mic still. Yeah. But, it's hard, dude. It's exhausting. That was a nice thing about COVID is like, uh, you were, like we're kind of forced. Like if you didn't do Zoom mics, I don't really do much. Um, you just kind of figure out other things that you enjoyed before. You know, you still write, but also it's like, oh yeah, I used to like to draw or paint. You know, it's like other things. Yeah, it's always nice to keep your palette rounded out. Honestly. Yeah, and then doing that too, I find like can be inspirational because you can get like a bit out of it or something you know if you're not working on comedy and you like still live your life you're like oh wait this is kind of funny you know you can figure something out yeah see that's where i fucked up i uh growing up in alaska my brain went to like okay so this is like uh a, a, a thaw you know i was like we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to stay inside for like two weeks i packed all the shit i was gonna need and i was set and ready to go and then because that was the mentality i had going into it that's just what i've kept the whole time and so i'm just like nope i don't see people nobody sees me it's fine (laughs) see no people (laughs) i'm a liar (laughs) (laughs) no it's crazy how that happens, though. Like You do get in your mentality and you keep it. And it's hard to shake it. A lot of people are really nervous still. Like I guess I wasn't that nervous, but also I don't want to, like, I don't care if I get sick, but I don't want to get other people sick, you know? Like, I don't want to, like, be the cause of, like, some elder, like an elderly person getting sick. And, you know, hopefully they make it. <laughs> but... It was kind of nice, yeah, to, like, force you to do some other things and usually like, find material and whatever. So what did you wind up picking up along the way? Um, just, well, I picked up a girlfriend for a little bit. I'm, uh, <laughs> I feel like that's not a hobby, Gilly. 
<laughs> for me, it's not a hobby. No, very rare when I get a girlfriend. Um, no, but it was good. We just hung out. We did a lot of things. She was a lot different for me, so it was nice to explore other things that I wouldn't think to do. You know, yeah. Like uh, when we went back home, I took her. I'm from New Hampshire, so I went home to visit last year, and I brought her along. And she wanted to go down to Salem, Mass, and check out the witch trials area. And I never ever thought to do that living down there. Like, it's just different. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I was just making sure the uh, air conditioner was still going. <laughs> <laughs> How is it? Is it good? We're, you're all good? Oh, yeah. All right. You got to keep that head nice and cool. <laughs> Look, this gets real shiny, okay? I it's bet. Not, it's not <laughs> nice to you guys. Um, I mean, I don't know. I If I was ever in that area, I for sure would. But, like, my mom's a Wiccan. So, like, hocus pocus. Uh, yeah. That's where they magic. filmed it, right? Yeah. I didn't know that. What, what was it like to have, like, a Wiccan mom? Probably no church. That's nice. Uh, oh, yeah, mean, that's like, right. Well, mom's a Wiccan, dad's a Buddhist, so no church, no. Um, oh, that is a couple, huh? <laughs> they were. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, yeah, everyone's it, it coming out of quarantine. Out. Everyone's breaking up. Everyone wants to just go <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, you know, people were not meant to be around people this much, okay? <laughs> True. It's funny, like, how people are getting out, but a lot of people I know, they're like, I'm just staying in. Like, I'm kind of depressed. It's like, I thought that was, like, during the COVID. <laughs> now that you can go out, you don't want to go out. Like, oh, yeah, real life's out there. Fuck. I'm just going to order Grubhub and watch movies. Yeah, it's been a great life. <laughs> <laughs> the oh Japanese have a word for it. They're called neats. They're people that just never go outside. Dude, uh, I've heard about that. That's it, so crazy. Yeah. I have like, like their their parents just like take care of them, like bring them their food and they just don't leave their room. Like, Some of I, them get good at uh World of Warcraft and win tournaments and shit that would make money yeah. that way. So there's yeah. that. But they've just they just decided never to go outside again. And there's like a there's a culture around it. Well, to each show, I couldn't do that, but See, yeah, I, I oh my god, I can't. Uh, I'm aware that it's completely unhealthy, um, but boy, is it enticing. It's, you know, it's like a, it's like a nice hangover day. I can do a hangover weekend. Like today, I was at a house party last night. Didn't get home till like five, so I just slept my Saturday away, and it was really fucking nice. Even though it was super <laughs> nice outside, I should have done something. I feel like unaccomplished, but. Bucket. You That's accomplished you all your bed. shit the night before. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> you hung out with people until 5 a.m. That's a lot to accomplish. I guess so, yeah. It was it was a fun time, though. Um, it was nice seeing people. It's nice to get out and see people that you haven't seen in a while. So that's, like, the nice thing about getting out of quarantine. Also, though, it's kind of, it is nerve-wracking, you know. These other people are really nervous, so you don't want to, like, I feel right, bad. Where's the boundary now? Yeah. Dude, allergy season sucked. I'm, I was so, like, self-conscious. 
like get on like the bus or anything you like just a little sneeze you're like i swear i'm not sick i swear <laughs> they're like ostracizing you and you're like marooned on an island for one sneeze oh man but to get your own spot on the bus <laughs> totally worth it everybody leave me the fuck alone oh just kick so him nice. off you fucking you can try <laughs> Uh, yeah, so no, I've been, I've been. What's up? I said, yeah, I've been having allergies, and also there's that thing where you like, you know, you see a bright light, and and you're sne- like, it triggers yeah. a response and you sneeze, and I'll, be, I'll just like walk outside after being inside for eight hours at work, and I like there's a bunch of people like walking on the street, and I'm just like sneezing, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry, like. Just, <laughs> My brain is just being tricked. I'm sorry. It's not. Like, uh, it's kind of like how, uh, like in the old movie, like Clint Eastwood or something, you like shoot his gun if he's chasing someone and everyone else gets out of the way. You just go out and sneeze and everyone's going to get out of your (laughs) way. You sidewalk to yourself, you know. Maybe even cars will stop. Who knows? You can just jaywalk. Just walk on out there sneezing. I mean, if you live in Portland, you're already doing that without the sneezing. Dude, seriously. Oh, my God. It's sketchy sometimes. I mean, it's nice to not have to take the bus, but it's also nice to not have to drive and just be like, you hit the person. <laughs> I'm going to get off the bus. <laughs> Man, I had one night where I was uh, coming back from a show with, like, three or four other comedians, and, like, some dude tried to step off the sidewalk uh, or, like, the shoulder of the road on the highway. So I'm going, like, 60, and this dude tries to step in front of me, and I... Sh- sh- <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Only one of them sees it. The three in the back were asleep, and they all wake up pissed off. The guy in front's like, no, 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 Chris is a hero. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that dude was awake. Otherwise, you could... <laughs> you would have just looked like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving y'all a ride home for free anyway. As long as they don't kill us, you shut up. Right, <laughs> or don't kill anybody else too. There you go. Yeah, that is important. That'd be nice. <laughs> if COVID doesn't get you, Chris will. <laughs> well, people would quit pissing me off. Okay. Your sidewalks aren't safe. <laughs> Chris, Chris Cox is coming. <laughs> coming to a sidewalk near you. Was well, um uh, Pete Buttigieg? You know, Mayor Pete. He was. He's now the secretary of transportation. He was just in town like a couple of weeks ago, in Portland, and and like he went and I guess he saw a place. Uh, I forget exactly where, but he was on a highway where a pedestrian had gotten hit and killed, and he's so he's, he's like, we really need to address this situation. Blah blah blah. No, nothing's gonna happen. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he's actually yeah. gonna do anything. But it's just all talk. Just yeah. like, oh, hey, I'm doing something. Pay me money. Like, so you're not doing anything, but here's money. Yeah, yeah. We need mm. to, we need the bill. We need this bill. Whatever, you know. Vote for the thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna do anything directly. Just please vote for us. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like my new boss. Ugh. <laughs> All talk and just some shitty like drag your feet walk. My favorite bosses did drugs with me. So, like, (laughs) that'd be cool. I think that says something about the kinds of bosses I prefer more than anything else, though. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think most people would prefer a boss like that, though. Because then you do drugs with them, and you're just so much easier to talk about, man, I deserve that raise. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a boss when I was working at Taco Bell. He was like, hey, so what's going on? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no, you are super pissed off today. What's going on? I was like, oh, I'm just trying to quit weed. And he's like, oh, stop it. Here's 20 bucks. You go across the street by yourself. Two joints, bring me back one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a break for another two hours. It's like, yes, you do. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool boss. See, that's the one. But gotta go. Gotta just gotta get your smoke on. Let's see, in a Taco Bell, that should be allowed. Like, I feel like Taco Bell and all should be a sanctuary if you're like, the police are chasing you and you're like drunk driving and you're like, at the Taco Bell. You're like, sanctuary. <laughs> I've told this story before too, uh, I think, but. Yeah, one one night it was like it was two thirty, maybe closer to three in the morning, and it was at Taco Bell. And you know, at Taco Bell, you know, if you're there at two thirty in the morning, they they should know what's going on. They probably do know what's going on. They have to. They're all so high. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm or, sorry. Or, you know, I was I was coming home from, or yeah, I was on my way home from the bar after work. You know, so I was kind of tipsy, and. Uh, and yeah, so I go, I'm like, order my country app, and I like go up and I pay, and she's like, here you go, have a good morning, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> see you ruined the, I'm in my head, it's still nighttime, you don't, yeah, don't do that to me, it's not morning <laughs> until I wake up, that yeah, that's how time works now. So I couldn't sleep it's... that night because she said good. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's, that's a harsh hit. You know, you should... say that again. Oh, I said I was just saying time's relevant. Yeah, well, absolutely. Oh yeah. What you should really try, Charlie, is complete dissociation though. Because <laughs> then you'll just not remember that she said that and you can sleep and it's fine. I mean my therapist says it's not, but like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was mainly kidding about the not sleeping thing. That was that was a that was a comedic uh embellishment, you might say, on the truth. It was not <laughs> well, a little exaggeration. A little, a little exaggeration. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's... Anyway. It's, it's funny when people, like, don't recognize that, and they're like, did you really, like, not sleep or whatever? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't sleep for, like, a week. Because, like, that's part of comedy, I think. It's funny, the other day, somebody was asking me, like, Can I, like is this funny? Can I say that? Like, didn't really happen though. I was like, dude, it's funny. Just say it. Whatever. Who cares? Don't tell me. <laughs> Why? Right. Don't yeah. Lie your ass off. <laughs> you gotta build a story. You are building a story with every joke. Just do it. Exactly. Batman's not real. I mean, at least I don't think. I hope he didn't hear it if he is. But I mean, well, I, I think if he was real, Alex he wouldn't Luther. want you to know that he's real. Ah, that is deep. But then, like, how would you, like, how would he get called if the, the bat symbol? The right people get to know that he exists. Yeah. Because <laughs> if everybody knows, then everybody's going to do the bat signal, right? And they'll just, That's have, true. Just got to do all these I house mean, calls. <laughs> Batman. I got MD. my cat stuck in the tree. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think my house is being broken into, or, you know. Batman's just on the phone rustling around in her purse. Yeah, in fact, it is. <laughs> no, I, I see the perv. I'll, I'll stop him real soon. Real soon. That's it. I'll stop him real soon. Like, he's, 
like the Grubhub of like petty crime. <laughs> I need you to bring me over, like my cat it, it escaped. Okay, but like I, I'm pretty sure that Peter Parker has had this as a storyline somewhere. I feel like. Well, I think also we're just kind of describing calling nine one one, which is. <laughs> yeah, but nobody, call, you don't want to call nine one one. No, I, no, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, we're, totally we're, right. we're talking about <laughs> social mediaing nine one one. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, like Post how long do you think until there's like a Facebook police? This, oh my god, Jeffrey Bezos. Uh, <laughs> that's that's Amazon. I know the song was in my head. They're all the same. Yeah, exactly. Bezos. One rich person for another. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uh, so was it Facebook just got fined? Uh, I feel like what for? But they're, like they're appealing it, just like they're like, well, we're not we're not publishers. We don't, we're, you know, we're just we're just a forum, so people can say whatever they want. But then except no, except no, and then yeah. <laughs> but then they're like, you can probably control that. The algorithm that they have, like this, the more likes and and dislikes and whatever. Uh, something gets, the more it's shown to people. So the more controversial stuff appears in front of you, number one. And then also, like, the groups, the Facebook groups, is totally unmonitored because it's supposed to be, you know, moderated by the the group itself. But if they're all, like, if it's an anti-vax group, then they can just say whatever they want. And it doesn't get any of the... Yeah. You know, the warnings. You don't get any of that sense. Yeah. That's why you've got people that infiltrate those groups. To start hitting that report button all over the place. Yeah, so that's the Facebook police, I guess. <laughs> there it is. Facebook police, they come to me in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you just liked your ex's pictures from three years ago. That's pretty weird. <laughs> okay, uh, but like, people should probably get that message. I think that would help a lot of people real quick. <laughs> Just like a little clippy pops up, like, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, did you mean re- to do that? Because I don't think you did. Like, maybe yeah. rethink this racist tirade in your yeah. comment on someone's baby pictures. Could you just just tone it down? Just pump the brakes, buddy. Like, uh, like old school, like how they like had like uh, when you're doing the Microsoft Word and the paperclip pops up yeah. or something. <laughs> it's like that on Facebook. It's like. Did you mean to say that? Or it like tries to like autocorrect all your stuff and like blah 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 racist stuff. And it's just like, how about you said I flew a kite today and it was really nice. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if it's gonna autocorrect it, it should be like I have a really tiny penis and I hate people. <laughs> no matter what they're <laughs> typing, if you start posting something racist or homophobic, it should just autocorrect to I have a tiny penis and I hate people. See, but that's not fair because what about people with tiny penises that aren't racist? They don't hate it, people. That's why you need should, both sentences. It should be like a people. It should be like an insult to people with tiny penises. Like, yeah, well, you're a racist. Like, that's a, that should be the real insult is being the racist, not the tiny penis. I think that's fair. But they don't, and we need to shame them where it hurts them, not where it would hurt <laughs> us. <laughs> Damn, I guess that's true. You gotta like think. Like, I them will come down to your them. level and beat you with experience. Yes. <laughs> I'll beat you with my tiny penis. <laughs> Look, 
It takes a lot of practice to get a good swing with that thing. But, like, once you got it, you got it. Oh, God. It's like the one-inch punch. Literally a one-inch punch. <laughs> Boom, out on the floor. <laughs> what happened to that guy? I hit him with my penis. What? I didn't see anything. <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it was so fast they didn't see it. They saw the whole thing happen. They just still didn't see it. Yeah. It's imagine this kind of like a short guy just kind of like sprinting across the floor <laughs> and then just like flying at someone crotch first. Just <laughs> this has to be a movie that's been made already. If Kung Pao Enter the Fist has been made, this has been made. No, we're gonna make it though. Somebody bring me this. Chris, movie. is this another one of our soon-to-be adult films? I'm so excited. I'll write this one too. It, you can call it "Never Saw It Coming." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so Gilly's already got uh, writer credits on this. I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't. You can just leave me off the list. I'm just. I know. I'll just do it for me. I'll just be like, I did that. Nobody. No, you didn't. Nobody. You don't want to be there, in the writers' the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the writers' room. Fuck it. Actually, I did watch a documentary recently on a uh, Bill Finger. The guy who actually wrote Batman. That's right, yeah. Did you hear about it? Yeah. It I, wasn't I all Bob Kane. Bob Kane was actually like, I guess he like, Superman came out. And so DC was like, we need another big hit. And so they went to Bob and Bob Kane was like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Give me the weekend. And he, so he hit up his friend and he had these sketches of a guy. He had the name Batman, but I guess originally he had him like in red. And he didn't have, he had like a Robin mask on and weird, like, and then, so he went to his friend and Bill Finger looked at all this and was like, no, this doesn't make sense, dude, it's a bat, it's supposed to be dark. And he's supposed to like, how about this, like, bat ears, like, on a mask? And then, like, drew the symbol and then, like, started writing the whole story and he created, like, pretty much this background of, like, Batman's origin and then all of Gotham and pretty much all the villains and shit. And he got no credit. Wow. Yeah. Is he suing? Is that what this is about? No, he's not. He's dead. He died. He's like dead. A yeah. Yeah, I, um, I think in the later movies they they do actually. Yeah. Credit they, him, but in the first in the early ones they that. do. You know what's crazy too is because they left him out of the credits. His like daughter and like even grandkid, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, my dad made Batman," and like other kids in school be like, "No, he didn't. He's not on the credits." Like, what what happened? Where is he? So then you just like going through like, oh, everybody loves this guy that my family created and nobody believes me. I mean, but now with the power of the internet, you can be like, hey, fucking Google it. Yeah. That and when people make documentaries too about you, that's really nice. I mean, telling somebody to go watch a documentary is such a bullshit move though. Like, here, go get this information I can give you in five minutes. But, like... Right? Like, we're doing it right now. We should get credits for that, too. <laughs> uh, but go waste an hour and a half of your life, because I've already seen it. I mean, waste is a harsh term here, because I'm sure it's, like, good to watch, and there's more It's enjoyable, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, it depends on, yeah, what you call a waste. If you don't like Batman, then it might be a waste of your time. I'm just, I have a different addiction right now, and it's Warframe. It's what? Warframe. 
Warfaring? What is that? Uh, you're a space ninja. And you space have ninja. several kinds of mechs that you can level individually. Oh, damn. Do you see you ride around in like these power suit? Like, yeah, like wait, one of them lets me use gravity to like crush uh, enemies and like whip people around and smash them into walls and shit. Uh, one of them is a virus, like a living virus, so he just spreads a fungal infection throughout the entire map. So like, kill sounds people. Like gonna, so it sounds like you could either be like COVID or my my mom's second husband. <laughs> <laughs> just throw him against the wall. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that was my my mom's. Uh, well. I mean, I can't say second boyfriend, but like second person I call dad. So, well, something about number two, three really is a charm, I guess, huh? Well, he's not dead yet, but I also don't fully know that number three actually exists. Oh, he's in Canada. <laughs> he's in Canada. Yes. So, where, where does your mom live? Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. Okay. So you were, like, born and raised in Alaska, then. You didn't, like, move up there for a little bit or anything, huh? I was, like, nine months old when my family moved there. Uh, uh, and I left when I was, like, 24. Wow. It's a lot of, it's a lot of darkness. Yes, it is. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. In so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. North Pole, Alaska is the meth capital of the United States. Chris, North Pole, Alaska, guess what I have for you this week? This is a surprise. Is, except, do we have a I, brand new Alaska man, Florida man, Arizona man? No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Aww. But, uh, my, so my cousin for, it lives in Alaska. And she was just recently down, so my mom and I went to go see her. And I told her about you, Chris, and I told her that you are from North Pole. You grew up in North Pole. Um... So I have a, for you a North Pole story because she also has been to North Pole with her kids. They they grew up uh, in southern Alaska, like northern Washington area, a little, little place called right, Petersburg, yeah. Alaska. So going to the North Pole or going to North Pole, Alaska was more lighthearted and fun than possibly your life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there, apparently there's a picture of this, and so this is what they did. They went. And they went to Santa Claus's house, mm -hmm. which is there, and was down the street from where Chris. <laughs> it's not that this far. Is... It's like a thirty-minute walk from where I live. Is this real? This is like this is a real never... thing. The oh, Santa wow. Claus house is real. We have a giant-ass <laughs> statue of Santa Claus reading off of the naughty list in our in our town. You know what? I'm gonna watch a documentary on it. I think Chris has to make the documentary first, and then we can watch it together. I mean, half of my set is this documentary. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so so she took her kids there, and um, they like got out of the car, and you know they're in snowsuits because it's Christmas time. And there's yep. a bunch of snow. It was snowing at the time, I think. And they get out, and they take off their snowsuits, and they've got their their swimming costumes on <laughs> underneath. And they get out in front of uh, the in front of Santa Claus's house and like start posing. And <laughs> so there's a picture of them like in swimsuits outside <laughs> Santa Claus's house in the snow. So what locals do That's is horrible. we have a uh, thermometer outside of UAF, um, and 
the locals will go there to stand outside in swimsuits to take pictures because then you can see exactly how cold it is. That's pretty cool. When you decided <laughs> to do the dumbass thing you decided to do. It will also usually tell us that you were drunk and it was 3 a.m. But that's fine. <laughs> it's all part of the culture. I feel like there's only so many things to do in Alaska, so I feel like definitely like getting drunk. Or what did you say earlier, meth? Yeah. <laughs> you got to pass the time somehow. Like I one time accidentally picked up the same prostitute three times oh my in God. like a four-week time span. Really? <laughs> She just, she'd approached and was like, hey, can you give me a ride? And I'm like, sure. Because I was just a friendly person in my early 20s. And like, people who needed help needed help. And I was like, sure. <laughs> and so she gives me directions. And it's just like right around the corner. I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, she propositions me. And she's like, hey, you know, like, my mom's inside, but like, she's deaf for like 20 bucks. I could, you know, help you out or whatever. I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Like, I thought I was helping you. <laughs> right? I was like, I thought, yeah. It's like, I'm like, do you just need this for like, like, here's 20 bucks. Like, you can just have a nice day. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. Bye. Really? She's <laughs> like, okay. And then like, two weeks later, someone approaches me again. It's like, hey, can you give me a ride? I'm in trouble. I'm like, okay, yeah. And then as I start seeing the house, that's what I recognize. I don't recognize her. I recognize the house I'm pulling up to. And I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> Is this a thing? She was like, wait, you? I was like, yeah, you've been in this truck before. Also, <laughs> no, thank you. You have a nice night. She was like, oh, yeah, you're the weird one that gave me money last time. I'm like, I don't I don't know that I'm the weird one in this situation. Um, but again, you have a nice I night. I think so. <laughs> I would never but I don't know week. if I do. <laughs> You're so nice. You're so generous. I usually, used to be. Usually prostitutes have to give me 20 bucks to let them out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look like a, a modern update to the Karate Kid that is much better than the modern update we're getting. So, like... Oh, that is so... Come on, dude. I am Ralph Macchio. I like how that was one, a compliment to you, but two, I got to watch Charlie's face process the things I was saying as he attempted to I, not argue I, with I, all I, of his chest. <laughs> I know you don't like it. <laughs> Look, I keep watching it anyway. Have you watched uh, Cobra Kai? I watched like a few episodes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I just like kind of like lost interest you know so many other things i'm very easily distracted so like if i see something else on like oh wow boobs bam i'm watching boobs you know that's fair like i'm 13 still like it's i should be at the, why are boobs such a big deal anyways we used to suck on them as babies like we, we like it's like you usually get a mouthful and then you get older you're like oh girls have cooties and also like i want to touch boobies again like what was that like it's like you know what it's like <laughs> You already know. Well, not everybody remembers being a baby, but right. You know, no, but I, I mean, Freud would say, <laughs> Freud would say that you know because as children we were breastfed, we now are like attracted to that, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, but there's that same <laughs> argument for not being breastfed. Somebody who feels they were lacking things. 
trying yeah. to fill that void. So and, like, and 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 where then are the kids who are breastfed like way too late because their mom has like weird attachment issues? Where do those kids end up? In a trailer park. Yeah, there's there's your or answer. or a dairy farm. <laughs> well, I mean, good for them. That's <laughs> that's productive. I'm okay with that. Do you think he's like doing it? But he's just like, I'm the fastest. I'm okay with that. The fastest milker in the West. (laughs) 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 They're trying to get it into the bucket. Let me get some of that real quick. Refreshing. Straight from the tap. (laughs) He's like the water boy of milking, though. So it's like, that's high quality. Yeah. (laughs) So hot. I can't do it. That's I'm not gonna try to do it. Quality H two O. H two moo. H moo o. Moo There it is. Points. That was it. Points. There we go. It was a struggle when we got there. It was almost like trying to get unmuted on this. <laughs> we got it. Look, everything works eventually, unless it doesn't. So, my ball. so uh, <laughs> of of other things that have distracted you, have you been watching anything else lately? Oh man, I watched a lot of shit. Actually, I recovered. I had shoulder surgery back in November. Oh damn! And it took like four months of like, I was just like on the couch. And luckily, I was going out with uh, Sabrina at the time because she would come home and like make me stuff. Because I'm left-handed and I couldn't do anything and I couldn't even move. So all I did is like watch her Disney Plus, and I watched like all of the episodes of Gargoyles, all of X Men, and like two and like a season of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Titan Games, oh, just to mix it up. A lot of Forge and Fire. I've watched everything. Dude, Forge and Fire is legit. I actually like those a lot. It's good, right? And you kind of learn something. Like, oh, Flux. Yeah, wow. I know about Flux now. I'm so manly. I'm gonna go make a sword too. <laughs> No, there's a there's a dude, uh, his ZNA Productions. Uh, if you like Forge and Fire, watch this guy. He also helps you out with builds for things, but they're things that are attainable. Like he shows you how to make a forge out of a uh, metal folding chair and a couple of other things. And it's good mm-hmm. for like making knives and chisels and and you know things that are of that that size. And so that's a good starting point until you get to the bigger stuff. And like it's you- I don't know. Have you made one? Are you thinking about it? Oh, I definitely think about it, but I don't have any room here. I live in a uh, townhouse with two other people, and I like my car to live in the garage, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard. All the noise, and then, like, I'm sure other people don't really enjoy it, just, like, like clanging all day. Yeah, well, our neighbor on one side is a dick anyway, and he'll rev his engine, like, three in the fucking morning working on some dumbass car. Dude, yeah, what is he constantly doing on that car? Honestly, I don't know. And, and he's—it seems like he's got three or four cars like that just like pull in and out like all hours of the night. I have no idea what that guy's up to. Oh. Is he like an underground mechanic? Because if so, why isn't he like fixing my car? <laughs> Dick. You got hit him up. Ask him. No, I'm not going you? anywhere near that man. Elizabeth, Dude, deck he... him in the schnoz. He gets mad if we like pull out like the cars like. Because we're, we're in his way or and shit. I'm like, dog. Like, sir, we have to live. Yeah. yeah and he'll just stand there and just live. stare at you. Yeah. Like, anytime <laughs> he sees us. And I'm like, I didn't do anything to you. Go away. He's probably just bitter about something. 
something. Maybe he needs a friend. That yeah. could be you. I mean, in your 20s, where's the give the prostitute ride, Chris? Where's the Chris that we all love? He got stabbed by his girlfriend multiple times. <laughs> Fuck. Is that true? That is true. You got stabbed with like yeah. a pen? Well, so the first time it was with a fork, and then the second time it was with a pair of scissors, and then the third time it was with a knife. Damn. That's right. Seven. He's got stabbed seven times. Fuck. I'm glad that you count a four-pronged fork as four, uh, four stands. That makes That's me feel better. About but it. was it one blade of the scissors? Was it one scissor? Or was it, it was, in fact, one. Oh, okay. They were together. It was a big hole, though, so I feel like yeah. it still counts as two. <laughs> Dude, that's like that's almost like a triangular wound, like you know, like the bayonets, because you can't. Yeah, it took stitch forever that. for oh that thing God. to close up. I didn't like it. <laughs> what do you do with that? You got like scissors in you. You can't run with like scissors. You can't run with scissors. <laughs> Don't run with scissors. <laughs> Even if they're impaled in you, like well, they can't go any deeper. <laughs> I mean, the answer is not running if they're in your leg anyway. I'm gonna start there. I- that is I feel not... like you just found out while you've been watching Forge of Fire, you're trying to defend yourself. <laughs> oh, dude, I have so many <laughs> knives and axes and swords and yeah, I have a I have a crowbar hatchet, which crowbar is great. Hat- uh, it's also got a hammer on the other end. That's true. <laughs> this sounds like like a like a like a Swiss Army knife, but like you can like change your tire with it. <laughs> or you can like beat somebody off of you if they're trying to steal your car. Like have one in your trunk. It seems like. Well, what I keep in my car is a set of nunchucks that is screwed together as a beating stick. But if I unscrew the end point, there's a stabby part in it. So you know, I got options. I like it most as a beating stick, though. <laughs> the most like not arrestable, like or at least like. Yeah. You just want the stick, but if you stab them. It's a little different. It is a metal stick, so there is that. Yeah, I still feel like it would be wor- like worse to stab somebody. What? Oh, wait, hold on. You're not gonna be able to hear it, but I just this is what I'm thinking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it. All awesome. right. Charlie, I'm going to have to get some nunchucks here soon. <laughs> Chris Lee. Chris Lee, everybody. Dude, foam nunchucks are just awesome, like, for hand-eye coordination and, like, fucking around. And it would make me not able to play video games so that I would have to be thinking about other things. It's, you got to mix that up, yeah. I was thinking about, uh... Sorry, getting like, I haven't played video games since, like, since I moved out here. Mainly because, like, so expensive now, like the new Here's Xbox. the best part. Warframe is a free game. Is that on your computer, though? Um, so it's multi-platform, whether you've got Xbox, PlayStation, or uh, PC. Okay. Well, I don't have any of those. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> It's a work in progress. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, here, here's my secret. This is my secret. This is how I've gotten... I think the last three consoles I've purchased, I got at pawn shops. Uh, I like major discounts, so super happy. I'm going to have so many pawn shops around here. That's a good idea. 
I, also, uh, where been one? You guys go to pawn shop? Like, or we all know. Oh, like, I used like, to for yeah. a, a long time. Yeah. That was back in Alaska. Pawn shops are weird here. They don't have the same variety of selection that I expect. So the the one the one that I was going to actually there were there were two that I was going to in Beaverton because I could walk to both of them at a stretch, but also they were they were just really close together. And one was like Beaverton Pawn, and that was kind of like the more like traditional, what kind of what more of what I would imagine. Like one side was just all like car speakers, and one side was like a big rack of DVDs. But then they had a bunch of swords and axes and stuff, and guitars, of course. Um, yeah. But they they focused mostly on electronics. They had tons and tons of electronics. They had a huge like gardening section, like yard work and, and power tools and shit. It was crazy. I actually yeah, really you're gonna have to one. tell me where this place is. Beaverton. Well, yeah, but, like, later on, I want to go, is my point. Um, And then the other one was kind of the more commercialized. (laughs) That's kind of weird to say, but, like, the the pawn shop was, this is, like, the national chain pawn shop. It's USA Cash Pawn or whatever it's called. There's, there's like, a bunch of eagles on the wall. Zero (laughs) financing. (laughs) You know. But they would take. Sounds like the Crack and Barrel pawn shops. Yeah, basically. Kind of like that, yeah. Uh, everything's just like red, white, and blue inside. But they had more um, high-end electronics, and they had, and they were the ones that they were the only ones who ever had like good drum stuff. I bought a drum set there once, um, which is weird. But and and I know there's other pawn shops that have tons and tons of drum sets. This had like one one time. So, but I bought. I've also bought uh, these headphones actually from that pawn shop. Really good. So. See, to get, to get my PS4, it was like Christmas time, and I was on Facebook's marketplace or whatever. Yeah. And somebody was selling a PlayStation with like eight games and two guitars for 275 <laughs> And I was like, well, I've been trying real hard not to spend any money, but that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Let's go check this out. So I show up expecting this to be a trap. Um <laughs> Because if it's too good to be true, it usually is. And then as, yeah. I, as I get in there, this guy looks sketched out. Like he's looking around, trying to make sure that there's like nobody catching him doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay. So your roommate's a music Probably. major and you robbed him. And you're selling his shit at a discount. Cool. That I understand. I don't get in trouble for this. I will buy all these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've, I purchased... A my actually my drum set I purchased off Craigslist, um, and it was kind of a, I don't know if it was a similar deal, but I was like we met in the Fred Meyer parking lot, uh, and he, he he had like a windowless van. He hops out. He's like in a camo jacket. I don't trust any of these things. Um, I'm and, <laughs> and in the you know my the drum set I have it's not that big, but it was in cases. And he's like, yeah, my friend bought it, and he just didn't like it. And I'm like, okay, sure. But, yeah, I got it, like, half off what it would be MSRP. Um, oh. And then, I I, actually, I, I bought another drum set off Craigslist, and that one was kind of a, a weirder one. Cause he, was, he kept sending me things, but I could tell, I, I think I talked to him on the phone. He kept, like, calling, he was, like, really eager to, like, nail down the time, which I understand. But um, I started to get, like, sketched out, and he had, like, a he was a Russian guy named Nico. Sorry, Nico. Like, I'm sure you're a nice guy. I bought the drum set. Um, 
but I was like trying to like pick up my friend who's like this big muscular guy <laughs> to like come with me just so I had someone else there and uh, and and I'm like oh hey and I'm like but I had, like the, then I had to wait for this guy to like get ready and like be able to like go and like, you know I, anyway so so then this this Nico guy's like hit me I was like I did you say this time I'm like oh sorry my I'm like trying to come up with like what's a plausible excuse I'm like oh I just had to pick up my friend at the airport and things kind of took longer than expected <laughs> and sure. so then I like I pick up my friend and I'm like all right I just picked you up from the airport and he's like where did where where was I coming from I'm like wait what now you need a whole cover story like he's gonna <laughs> And I'm, yeah, like, uh, and I'm like, and I'm like, and like I said, this dude's a buff dude. He does uh, CrossFit, and I'm like, well, what's something unbelievable? And I'm like, you you were doing a triathlon. <laughs> and he's like, where? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, dude. And I like look up like triathlons that happened yesterday, kind of thing. <laughs> and he's like, and, and I'm like, okay, uh, Minneapolis. He's like, perfect. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, I've been there. Like, now I got this. Like, we roll up, and this guy's like, Charlie, oh, you, you've just always been a director. Yeah, probably. And, and he, so, I, like, we roll up, and there's Nico, and he's got the drums out, and he's a really nice guy. Like I said, I, I, I feel bad about doing that to him. But it was weird now? Yeah, he was just kind of weird, man. And he gave me a rug with the drum set, and, uh. That's nice. And this whole drums, you know, the whole drum set, and I'm. Uh, but he's like, oh, you, he picked you up from the airport? And my friend's like, yeah, man, I was just, you know, I was in Minnesota, you know, I got some family back there. I did, I ran a triathlon. <laughs> it's like, oh, what triathlon? I was like, oh, yeah, the Moose Run Triathlon. It's, it's, See? It's like, he just went off, and I'm like, all right, okay, cool. Dude, that's like the perfect guy. You should literally pull if you got out of the car, and like, if anything happened, you just like snap your fingers, and then he gets out, like, gets behind you. We have a problem. <laughs> yeah, but Gilly, they could either orchestrate that or orchestrate a backstory, and they chose backstory. Backstory, yeah, we'd all go backstory, but just so, how often do you get to snap and then someone big and buff comes out like that's that's a cool story. That's not a backstory, but that's a backdrop. Like that's well, never and, and and it can provide depth. It's like who is this guy? How does he know? How did that yeah. happen? Like. It, it's this whole level of mis- mystery behind you, like exactly. Whoa. You can scare him. Maybe you get a discount. And be like, "Yo, give him the drums." I don't want to be like, I don't want him to take the rug with me rolled up in it. You know, <laughs> give this man a discount. He seems like he knows some people. <laughs> Nico, we can make life very, very difficult for you. <laughs> give me those drums. We could make you the next drum skin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope those drums are doing okay. I sold them off. Uh, I was gonna say, I, what happened to those? Because you don't have making, them now. I hope they're making someone happy. No, there was a rough time in my there was a rough time in my life when I needed to uh, sell excess drum stuff. <laughs> Just uh, get like bare, like stripped down to bare minimum kind of thing. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. That was like fun. When I moved out here, it was just like took a plane and just a duffel bag, and that was it. So like, yeah, that was pretty scary. Yeah, um, it was kind of scary. But I had like my best friend lived out here at the time, and he's like gave me a two week cap. He's, like you can like stay in the basement for like, two weeks. But his girlfriend wasn't very pumped on it. Makes sense, you know, just yeah, having this. Sure. She worked from her house too, so like I was just there. 
playing. Yeah, well, you need better friends. <laughs> no way. They, I, I love my friends. And you're my friend, so what are you saying? <laughs> no, I still maintain you need better friends. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> no, like, uh, I moved here with uh, two suitcases and a backpack. And, like, everything else I had was gone, you know? And yeah. uh, I stayed at my friend's place rent-free for a month. Um, she gave me a map with all of the comedy spots in the Portland area on it. And was like, go forth and make yourself known for about three weeks and then get yourself a job and pay me some rent. And I was like, cool, understood. <laughs> nice, hell yeah. That's a, that's a real home However, at the end of our time slot here, uh, I don't want to keep you from anything else you may have had planned tonight, Gilly. Uh, I also uh, have my own shit. Fucking goddammit, I'm allowed <laughs> to have a life. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do something. Um, I do want to thank you for coming on, though. Uh, this has been an awesome episode. Uh, Charlie, thanks for doing this with me, as always. Uh, and thanks so much to all of you for tuning in. You can take care till next week. Bye, everybody. All right, uh, there's an episode uh, done, wrapped up in the can, as it as they say. Uh, guys, did we uh, did we learn anything? Ooh, I learned a lot about uh, learned a lot about the Wild West. We learned that uh, Alaska is bigger than Texas, yeah, uh, and also gets more rain uh, than Seattle. I did, than Seattle. Yeah. I did not know about the North Pole. That was very interesting, actually. Oh uh, yeah, learned, yeah. And Gilly like learned uh, that when you're stuck in a frozen environment for your entire life, <laughs> uh, you go insane and you make a fucked up town. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Uh, and you know, if you want to learn more, you can. Uh, where, where can Gilly? Where can people find you? Um, you just catch me on my Instagram at Gil Chicken. G I L L C H I C K I N. I'm awesome. working on the Ian thing, but it's in the work. Gil Chicken. Yeah. I should have done it like check in or whatever. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on Instagram and everywhere else. Twitter, Facebook, uh, well, I guess YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. And sometimes these episodes are up there. So check that out. Um, everything and nothing. And uh, you know you know where we, you can listen to us every week? Every Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. That's right. Um, <laughs> Dude, you got to DJ it. You got to be a DJ, <laughs> I was a KJ for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and otherwise, that's it, right? Oh, uh, you can hit us up on our email, everythingandnothing2020 at hotmail.com. And we have a Patreon. Give us money. We have a Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash everythingpodcast. Um, tell us what you want on that Patreon. Yeah, please. Tell anybody. Get in contact with us. It's like we were saying. <laughs> we have all these ways to contact us. We're so alone. Uh, Mom! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, that's it. 
Oh, uh, you're, you're sick of us anyway. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Shady Pines Radio.